to Campfire Fireside Chats. This show is created for adult audiences only. Our show notes include content warnings and other helpful information. We strongly recommend taking a moment to assess the situation before continuing. Let's begin. Welcome, campers, to this week's Fireside Chat. This week is a little bit different. Instead of a guest, it'll be me and Ryan. Hey, hey. We're going to uh, break down. We're going to break down a case that we kind of got some further information on after we covered it on the show, which is the uh, the Linda Napolitano abduction. So some things have definitely come to light since we covered it. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know where I was allowed to chime in there, so... <laughs> you can come in any time, bud. Yeah, no, there's actually a... Unfortunately, Jordan has brought <laughs> some things to light and yeah. completely changed my opinion on Bud Hopkins' full, like, yes. 180. Yeah. Uh, which is unfortunate, but, you that know... Was, that was my goal. I mentioned in the episode, like, that his... Basically, his wife had written about she and threw talked him under about the bus some, yeah yeah i mean some people belong <laughs> under the bus well maybe <laughs> no but um i mentioned it sort of just offhandedly in the episode but even i didn't realize like sort of the body of evidence that she had gathered during that time period you know yeah yeah i mean it's it's pretty significant actually um yeah you know it, it, it's not just uh like, oh, yeah, you know, he, he was kind of bullshit here and there. It's just, like, things that he would say, and she'd be like, no. Yeah. Like, it's, this this is a straight lie. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Like, and at first glance, it's sort of easy to, to like, write it off as, like, a scorned woman situation, or maybe just that she was, like, a, 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 a skeptic. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, but, of course. Like, but... It's it's important to realize that like she wrote books with him. She was super into all this stuff too, and she did a lot. She stayed in ufology after he passed away, and she you know kept working in the field. So obviously she wasn't like a full blown skeptic, right? Yeah, I mean you know? I wouldn't say I wouldn't say she was a skeptic. I don't, honestly I wouldn't say anything like that. I think just his methodologies and way that he approached things and. You know, stuff like that was was her biggest thing. Yeah. You know, because he he wasn't very thorough. No. He made things more, you know, like... Up? He made things <laughs> up, and he quote-unquote stacked the deck in his favor. Yeah, and which, that's in his own words. Exactly. Dude, it's... Like, okay, so mostly... There's this series of three videos that she posted on YouTube where that contain a lot of um, footage of him in 1996, which is like seven years after the Linda Napolitano right. abduction supposedly took place, right? But he's still working with her because of the book. The right? book, like, the movie, you know, uh -huh. all, of the, all of that stuff, right? And yeah. at the same time, she's still complaining about thinking people are following her or 
pulling her into vehicles and uh, yeah. like he's right there just buying everything she's saying first of all not yep. questioning anything and the fact that this is so many years after this has happened yeah mm -hmm. she's not been abducted or anything like that but he's still trying to tie all this stuff to that abduction yeah, there's a super weird scene to that effect where they're sitting at like a kitchen table at Bud's house, he and Linda, and she's telling him this story about this guy grabbing her in the car. Like, he lunges out of the car and grabs her and basically tries to abduct her. And he's like, what does he say? He says, like, we got to be on the same page, yeah. me and you. Why didn't you tell me right away? Like, we got to be on the same page. And they're, like, sitting there, like, um, trying to figure out how to connect it to her abduction case. And this is seven years later. Right. Like, and he's just, like, trying to get... You can tell that he's just trying to get more material to talk about, like, in relation to the case. You and, know what I mean? And one of the things that Carol Rainey, uh, Bud's wife, had said was that, like, he never... He never seemed to second guess anything. He just yeah. instantly jumped, you know, jumped right on, like, you know, believing everything that she said, everything that qu supposedly happened, and never yeah. really, like, put forth any, um, you know, questioning. Yeah. And then, so, and of course, I mean, which, yeah, like, she says something and he buys into it. You know, I feel. I don't know. Like to me, that just seems that that doesn't seem like the way that they should be going about things. Obviously, yeah. Like, no, it's super he should weak. be questioning. They they should still even even being who he was should be skeptical of the people that he talked to. Yeah. See, that's the thing. The word skeptical gets like a bad rap in this community, but it's important to be skeptical. Like, of course. Maybe don't be a skeptic, but you should be skeptical. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I mean, it's, anybody it's can say something. Yeah. And try and feed you bullshit. And with Bud, not only did he believe everything that was told to him, he believed every letter that ended up in his fucking mailbox. <laughs> like, yeah. So many, like, people talk about this case because he, he talked about how this was, like, the most important UFO case of the century. Yeah. And. That, like, he built this whole theory around the, you know, the two security agents, is which is, you know, that's how he referred to them. Mm -hmm. um, he built this theory that, like, they, that this time the aliens wanted to be seen. That, like, because they, he says shit like, they waited until a procession of cars had stalled with important political figures. You know, he right, had it in his yeah. mind that these two security agents worked for some high-powered government official. Um, some, like, UN person. Yeah, it was like the... Like a UN leader or something like that, right? Yeah. But, like, he built this whole theory around this case and how it was so important and some, like, clear message from from the extraterrestrials and all that. So... You can tell that, like, he has a lot... He has a lot of skin in the game. I mean, yeah, of course. You know what I mean? 
Like, he's pretty much staking his whole reputation on this one case. Well, like, one of his worst problems is that he was always looking for some type of pattern, right? Yep. Some type of pattern that would give all of this some form of meaning. Yeah. And so if he couldn't find it, he made one up. Yeah. And that's where a lot of the Lyndon Napolitano shit comes in. Yeah. And all this stuff later, all these years later. Yeah, I mean, they're still working together because the book deal, the movie, all that stuff, right? Yeah. But at the From same time... she made money. Exactly, yeah. She... I mean, she made, what, 20%, I think, on sales for the book and 25% yeah. on the movie. So, yep. yeah, they had, a, they had a lot a lot in this. They were business partners. They were very invested. Right, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably the best way to put it. They were literally business partners. Which is such a creepy, like, thing to inject in one of these situations. It's so, like... it It makes it impossible to to take either of them seriously when they're talking about it. Of course. You can tell that they're just trying to generate more profit. You know what I mean? One of the other things when, when she was talking about getting, um, you know, getting pulled into the car and they were talking about that. She also mentions that her cousin Connie was a witness. Yeah. And so Bud is like, well, let me, let me talk to her, you know, put me in contact with her. So what was it like a week later or something? Bud receives a call from Connie talking about yep. the situation he hangs up and literally tells his wife that was Linda pretending to be Connie yeah. and that's all he had to say about it like he didn't complain yeah. about it, nothing else nope then he just dropped it <laughs> and went back to believing everything she said like what that's got I don't know I mean I don't, I don't want to be like blunt and say like that's got to tell you there was something wrong with her but at the same time, that tells us there's something wrong with Bud himself. You know, the, yes. the fact that he was too invested, and I think for monetary gain. Yeah. That she was being dishonest, and he was allowing her to continue to be exactly. dishonest. Yeah. Yeah. Because to I him, that's exactly that just gave him something more to add to it. Yeah. Even if it yeah. wasn't real. Dude, and it goes on and on with the witnesses, too, because, of course, you ask yourself, if she can pretend to be Connie, then exactly. you know, she could pretend to be any number of people who supposedly witnessed this thing. And then you find out that all of the witnesses, all of the witnesses, and one of the reasons that Bud loved this case so much and talked about it so much and made you know went for the book and the movie and all that was because there were so many witnesses to this case. He was. He always talked about how there were, you know, was this abundance abundance of witnesses. But you find out that they are all through written correspondence. Yep. All of them. Yeah, yeah. That that's the other the other thing is, I mean, if Linda could claim or could pretend to be this cousin Connie, I would say there's a good chance that most, if not all, of those could have been yep. from her. Yeah, which is a bummer. Like, because I, I loved I love this case. I, I still yeah. love it. I mean, it's still it's still an awesome case, and you know, uh, the story is cool. But it kind of it sucks to have that like now dark cloud over this that you know yeah. is just making me like question it that much more, right? 
Yeah, I mean, it, it is a bummer because it wasn't just that there were a bunch of witnesses. He went for the book and the movie because it's a great fucking story. Yeah, exactly. It is. It's super fun. It's crazy. It's different Very than a lot of other abductions. Right, yeah, out of the ordinary. I mean, this is literally like in New York City, 12th yeah. story apartment building seen by so many people out in the open yeah. you know like yeah it's it's an awesome all the cars story. like the cars stalling on the bridge mm-hmm. and like crowd a crowd of people stepping out of their cars and looking up and seeing this craft floating outside this like 12 story high rise and her like floating in the beam of light with three aliens <laughs> like yeah yeah it's it's a badass story but it may be 100% fictional yeah, unfortunately. That's yeah. There's I that's mean the thing, for sure. And the woman who okay, a big one is the woman who wrote in to Bud and described that scene from the bridge. Cuz only one person gave an account from the bridge, and it was this woman who wrote in and Carol takes her letter and has it compared to a package that was sent by Linda from like a with like a handwriting expert and he's like, "Yeah, this is the same person that wrote these." 100%, same person. Like now, at that point, why not use use a damn like typewriter or something? Right, yeah. Uh yeah. That's the thing is with her correspondence that was like honest honestly from linda she used she used a typewriter but on the outside of the envelope she was Mm, she had written and that so that's what she had to use to compare them yeah that's fair and um i mean to be to be fair handwriting analysis is like it's an imperfect science right yeah i mean it's not it's not 100 percent. yeah they stopped like they stopped letting it be like admissible in court and all that because it you know it's imperfect but still like he in the video he sits down she sits down with him and he shows you like you see this weird thing that she does with her lowercase e's that's in both of them Mm -hmm. you see like how her uppercase letters like lay over the next lowercase letter that's in both of them like he goes through step by step and shows you why he thinks it's a match and it it makes sense it's it's pretty convincing yeah, yeah, I mean that's and like it's not only that. So Bud Bud also, you know, he had he worked with so many different cases and so many different patients, ab- abductees and had support groups and all this other stuff. And he would yep. host support group sessions at his own house, which was also extremely weird. A lot um, of those people living in his house. Right. Yeah, which I know we, <laughs> we kinda we kinda briefly discussed in, in the story. Yeah. Um, but also throughout these these tapes or these videos, there's there's one scene where Bud is showing these symbols. Right? These symbols from different abductees, like what they would see. And Obviously, the way the way that it's all done through hypnosis, you know that that they recreate these symbols. But he's like almost coaxing them along, yep. you know, throughout the process, and they draw these symbols that somewhat seem similar. You know, there's 
well, this is where he claims that they're all the same. Yeah. Um, you know, and they're they're all these same things. And he like he meant he mentions at one point that he traced them, like some of them, to bring them down and make yeah. them more comparable. <laughs> like, yeah. Which to me, that's just that's that's silly. First of all, because why not use the original? And that's what even even Carol said. Um, yeah. You know, because you can be influenced by what you want it to look like, and yep. the end result look like that. And there were, she actually shows some of them, some of the tracings against the right. originals. And like, he only traces parts of some yep. of the symbols so that they look. And literally, it's just a collection of like wavy lines. Yeah. That's all the symbols are. And so he, like, when he first brings it up, he says, These have never, never been seen by the public. This is the first time that these have, you know, be yeah. basically being brought to light. And she goes, she goes to say, that's incorrect. Like uh-huh. he literally showed them to reporters, to like, you know, like news the reporters, support groups, support groups right? Um, yeah, you know, showed so, them at conventions. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, he's saying, everyone has seen them. No one has ever seen these. So like, yeah. whatever. And he, he makes a point of saying like, I've kept them under wraps to to like make them legitimate. So that I can compare them legitimately. Yeah. And so he's saying himself that they're illegitimate. Right. Because well, they they have been seen by people. He even says, there's no way for me to know that these symbols haven't been seen for, you know, that, they, that these abductees haven't shown them to other people. Yeah. But, like... It's like you have. Right. You show them to other people. But what's, it's just man, what's it's also so disingenuous. Is in in like in this like mini doc basically, they're talking about all these other symbols that that have been, you know, that these people have created. Yeah. And alphabets and things like that that are entirely different. Yeah. And so she even asks, like, why don't you just show us what's in the box? He's going through this box of like papers with symbols. Yeah, and he says, "No, I want to stack the deck here." Yeah. Word for word is exactly what he yeah. says. Yeah, because like he's like, see, all these symbols are the same, and he's flipping through these papers and pulling out the ones that are the same. Yeah, and she's like, "Well, what's that one? Show us that one." And he's like, "No, no, no, I want to stack the deck here." Like, oh my god. Yeah. See, it's. There's 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 a lot. There's, it's a you know it's it's a lot that like really is against the authenticity of of everything that he was about. You know everything he represent or showed re- at least. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. crazy. I see this like aside from. I always, like, knew that he creeped me out, and he said a lot of things that, like, bothered me. But after I watched these, it's like, he's a full, like, he's a, a, he was a con man. Yeah. Yeah, I... Like, he had a story to sell, and he was going to do whatever it took to sell it. That's exactly it. Yeah. Like, that was, that was the thing, is he wanted, he wanted to make money. Yeah. You know, so and he did. Yeah, I mean, they, of course, yeah. of course, they did. Selling this story was easy to do 
because yeah, it was it's unique. a great story. Yeah. And, you know, to have all these, uh, you know, have all these royalties and things like like that coming in from not only bo- the book, but a full, like, feature, like, full-length movie, and you know. Mm-hmm. And then all the conventions that they were going to together and telling this story and... Yeah, like you said, they were business partners. And yeah, yeah and I think that like influenced everything else that he did. I think he tried to recreate that in all of his other cases, but was never able to successfully do it as well as the Linda Napolitano or Linda Cortile at the time, yeah. um, you know, that they that they did. So here's my question for you. Now that you've like come to this conclusion about Bud Hopkins, does the fact that he existed within this like ufology community that a lot of them obviously had they worked closely with each other. Yeah, I think and I think Bud so, had a lot of um you know, I think he had a lot of uh I'm trying to think of the best the best way to put it. Um damn it. Yeah, you know, he had a lot of influence on oh, okay. on the, this yeah. community, of course. Yeah. You know, and I think so, I think the fact that so many people believed what he had to say and thought he was authentic and you know everything else see the point i'm making is a lot of them had to know he was full of shit i would i would think so and yet they continued to let him like to not call him on it to let him keep going and doing things the way he did them like i think it was also for their gain as well yeah you know, especially someone else in the community working along with him, knowing that he's full of shit. But yet, it helps their cases. It helps them as a person in the community being in with Bud Hopkins, essentially, right? Yeah. Like, I think, I think that's that has a lot to do with it. That's, I mean, at the very least, that's unethical. You know what I mean? I agree. At the yeah. very least. I mean, obviously that happens in industry all the time, especially in public-facing industries, right? Like, do you think do you think like a small town ghost hunting team who hopes to have a TV show, do you think they're mad about Zach Baggins being famous? No fucking way. Right. Because that makes it easier for them. Yeah, it gives them hope that there's a possibility for them to also be able to get again on it or be yeah. able to get in on that, right? And also, when he blew up, it blew up the whole scene. That's true. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, and the same, a lot of the same stuff goes for Bud Hopkins. When like when this case blew up in that book, that book was a New York Times bestseller. Like, it was serious shit. Yeah. Yeah, so, it makes it more beneficial for them because it helped to really kind of spark that community and bring life to it. Yeah. I guess it just makes me question all of them more. You know what yeah. I mean? It makes me more skeptical of all of them. But, you know, I get that. I get that. I'm sure and I'm sure a lot, you know, a lot of them were probably just as full of shit as he was. Yeah. But you know, what about like those actual like true believers that 
you know, did maybe buy into Bud Hopkins' claims and, and stuff yeah. like that. Then find out that he was full of shit, but yet they're like, well, you know, like, at least it has opened the door for the possibility and for people to be aware of these things and more welcoming to it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I've always been of the mind that hoaxes are good. The hoaxes serve a, a good purpose as well. Yeah, as, I think they can you know, for their sure. negative side. But so I'm not saying like he contributed nothing because it was, you know, mm-hmm. if it was fake, that that means he contributed nothing. I just I think my problem is like maybe he set a bad example for yeah. the community because when you see someone blowing up. Just like, you know, the Travel Channel ghost guys. Like, when you see them, like, faking shit mm-hmm. to make a good show, you're like, oh, that's what you have to do yeah. to get famous. Right. To, to succeed at this, you have to, you know, sensationalize it. It almost seems like it makes it okay. Yeah. So now you have, like, ghost hunters on, like, TikTok and YouTube that are, like, walking down a an empty hall like shaking their phone in their hands to make it look scarier as they're walking yeah. you know what i mean like it's still it's just a bummer it's all about the way that things are presented right yeah you know and it, yeah i think it has a huge effect on that for sure i was just wondering if this like revelation about him had any impact on your opinion of the field in general i mean parts of it of course you know i think uh i think when it comes to a lot of these cases and a lot of these especially when we talk about like um you know hypnotic regression and stuff like that but yeah. being a big advocate and a big you know big person in the community that used it and used it very very frequently yeah. um i think that that definitely holds a lot less meaning for me now um, I think which yeah. I think it can still be beneficial and it can still yeah. be you know helpful or useful in, in cases but I Even think just therapeutically for the experience right of course of course but I think the way that it should be handled I think should definitely be different you know I think yeah. I think bud was very very much one to literally coax people into these different uh, views and different like well the way that you know he would obviously try and play out through their emotions and things like that to make it work in his favor you know like but he would put these things in their heads and yeah yeah that that's what i'm seeing or whatever else oh okay that confirms it exactly what i just yeah. told you to say basically when he uh, talks about like getting the symbols from people yeah dude when he's like He's like recounting a a conversation that he has under hypnosis, right? And he's like, he says something to the effect of like, and you see a symbol there, right? Yep. And they're like, yeah, I, yeah, a symbol. And he's like, well, what's it like? Do you know what it means? What does it look like? Like, he like leans into the symbol that yeah. they didn't even bring up. He brought it up. You know what I mean? And I feel like it's just a lot of that over and yeah, over. Yeah, I mean, again. you say, is it vertical? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Does it <laughs> exactly. have a dot on it? Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. And they, yeah. he also says like this is, is they all look similar to the last thirty, forty, fifty other people. <laughs> yeah. 
But yeah, it's almost I, like you ask the same questions to the 30, 40 exactly, other people. Exactly. And that's, and that's what I mean, you know, is that I'm definitely the way that I, the way that I look at that and approach that I think is, is a little bit different now. Um, and of course, yeah. you know, being more skeptical when it comes to just authenticity of, of claims, you know, yep. but you know, that I, I love I love abduction cases. I love anything yeah. regarding UFOs, aliens, you know, anything like that. So it's always I mean it's always obviously gonna hold a soft spot, you know, for me. And See, I'm that's the thing. love I, the stories I didn't want, regardless. But I didn't want this to ruin it for you completely. Yeah, of course. You know? But like in my opinion, I think we all you and I and listeners, everyone who's interested in this stuff, should always have should always be skeptical of an experiencer that comes with a handler. Yeah, agreed. It, that's it. It's just instantly sketchy. It's because no one's doing this out of the kindness of their hearts. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, no, there's if, there's always something something to gain from this. Yeah. Yep. And just the yeah, like I, I, handler is definitely the best the best word for. Bud yeah. Hopkins, especially in this Linda Napolitano case, yep. was, I mean, she was basically force-fed all this stuff, and then at the same time, she's also saying all this shit that he's buying into because, well, I don't know oh, if yeah. he actually really bought into, but went along with, because it just probably just saw it as a way of strengthening their case. See, that's the big question, right? Like, was this greed or psychosis? Right, yeah, yeah. Because it's it was one or the other. Mm-hmm. Like either he was completely in denial about how obviously dishonest <laughs> this woman was, or he just saw it like, oh, this woman will say anything. Yeah, and I'm, I'm I gotta I gotta start writing this shit down. I'm sure that it's definitely the latter. Yeah, I lean that way too because he he seemed like a smart guy. Like he seemed like he knew what he was doing, right? And he he had done, you know, been in this community and doing this for years. Oh yeah, and just you get the right person that says the right things, regardless of how outlandish they are. You know, you, you can make a pretty solid case from it. Yeah, it's. See, and like you see these stories, this is the problem with people who cover stories like this where they just like read the Wikipedia page. Yeah, of course. And and that's it. Like cuz you see these stories the sh- in short form and they're like and she just came across the fact that Bud Hopkins existed and reached out to him. And like what they don't mention is the fact that at this time in the like late 80s Bud Hopkins had people papering multiple major cities in the United States with flyers saying, have you seen something? Have you had an experience? Call this number. Yeah. Like, all over the country. I, he, he was very out there at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Very accessible. That's the better yeah. way to put it. Yeah. Absolutely. He, man, and they, like, they built a story together, in my opinion. Oh, I, I definitely agree. Uh, and this one, I, yeah, I'm, I'm fully, I'm fully in agreement. 
like I said, it, it you know it does it is a bummer because it's a great story. But yeah. at the same time, you know, at the same time, that is the plus side of it. It is a great story. Yeah, you it's know. still a cool story, right? I'm not like I don't. I kind of. I'm glad we like went on this little journey with it. Yeah, though I think like that's been cool to like find something after the fact and like oh this matters. We yeah, need to I, talk about. I think this. that's also been kind of the purpose of this show since we started. Like, but whether whether or not we buy into it and bringing as many facts in as we possibly can, being yeah. able to return to this with even more information, and now a newly gained, I guess, perception on the whole thing. Yeah, you know, is yeah, I. It's definitely definitely huge, but uh, yeah. Yeah, it's. I would. I hope that there are more cases like this in the future. We're just where, gonna. We're gonna have to find. I mean, another researcher's wife that throws him <laughs> under the bus. <laughs> right. Exactly. See, my thing is like, I don't. I'm not someone who thinks like you should be using the scientific method by you know, yeah. line by line, because I don't think that works for a lot of this stuff. No, no, of course I, not. I, because it's not. It's not physical science, in my opinion. But, like, the you have to be careful not to be influencing the thing you're studying, right? Like, I don't mind a guy writing a book about a person who talked to him about a UFO abduction. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. an alien abduction case. That's That's fine. But, like, the problem is the influence he used to shape the story. Yeah. Yeah, that I that's mean, the problem. I agree. I think that's that's probably one of the biggest parts about it is the way that he could use that literally to shape the the full outcome of everything, right? Yeah, yeah. He sort of like, and I don't want to make it seem either like he was forcing a square peg into a round hole because I think she was like just as willing to go with it. Oh, I agree. You know what I mean? I I think she. Like, I think it was probably her, um, you know, her drive and everything that that allowed him to want to like fully pursue it, right? Yeah, yep. So I think they literally influenced each other and yeah. made a good team. Yeah, because a lot of Bud Hopkins cases, I end up thinking like almost like the the experiencer is victimized by the process. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this one doesn't feel like that. This one feels like I said earlier, like they became business partners. Mm-hmm. Like, she was willing to say all the crazy shit she could think of, and he was. I mean, like he said, he's like, we got to be on the same page here. Yeah. <laughs> like, we, yeah. He's like, give That's... me all the information so we can shape it. <laughs> exactly. I mean, again, always looking for that pattern. Yep. Any way you could get it to make something else line up. Yeah. It is a bummer. It It sucks to find, like, you know, blatantly dishonest people in the community because it's going to happen. It sucks for everybody. Yeah. It's it's going to happen. I mean, that's, that's, you know, we just have to be aware of that, right? Like, yeah, and that's the same with everything, really. Yeah, you, know, you have somebody that can lie through their teeth and do it exceptionally well. Yeah. 
And Every scene has a dark underbelly. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Always. And there are always going to be those, like, good old boy pals of the guy who are going to defend him to the end. You know what I mean? That's the yeah, shit that's of annoying. I mean, you know, there's going to, there's, there's Bud Hopkins fanboys. I'm sure oh, they're yeah. still out there now. Dude, check, like, go to the, go to the show description and go watch the her videos just scroll down to the comment section and you'll find plenty of bud hopkins i didn't even bother reading through any of the comments (laughs) because i'm better for it yeah yep yeah a lot of full dumbasses oh yeah those comments they watch like two minutes of it and they're like oh an angry woman that's all it is (sighs) fucking dirt bags (laughs) yep (laughs) But still, great well, nonetheless. I'm I'm glad we came together on this one. Yeah, I think so. It's I think so. Yeah. I think we're I think we're right there together and Yeah, I mean that's I I like that like I said, as much of a bummer as it is, you know, it's also nice to be able to get the facts and be able to yeah. like process them and analyze them and everything and be able to make that educated opinion at that point. Yeah. And now, moving forward, we can look at abduction cases and things like this with a more new, through a more nuanced lens. Agreed. Right? Because yep. of this experience. Yeah. Yeah. I'm here for it. And then that'll be good for us and good for the show and good for the listeners. So, yeah. I think this was a positive experience overall. Agreed. Awesome. Well, I think that pretty much wraps it up. Excellent. Unless you have any other no, I'm any other yeah, comments. That's that's uh, that's right where I'm at. So yeah, awesome. Well, thank you guys for listening. This is fun. If you guys if you guys enjoyed, you know, us doing this sort of breakdown as a fireside chat, or if you'd like to hear more fireside chats that are just Ryan and I like discussing. Well, we can whatever's we can going on at the time. Plenty of those. <laughs> oh yeah, we can. You know, we can pepper those yep. in. We definitely want to keep the guests coming in and. Again, if you're interested in, you know, being on a fireside chat, just send us an email, send us a DM. Yeah, you can reach out to either one of us. You know, either one yeah. of us are happy to do it. I know Jordan obviously does a lot more of them than I do. Um, you know, normally due to like scheduling conflicts, but uh yeah, always happy to to chat and Yeah. You know, just come to uh yeah, get to Absolutely. talk about this cool shit together. So yeah, give us your opinions for sure. This was fun, dude. I agree. I agree. It's been awesome. it's been nice to just do an episode like this. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank you. From the bottom of our weird, possibly alien, maybe ghostly, probably cryptid hearts for listening. We absolutely love having the chance to discuss all these wild creatures and events every week. And it's your continued attention that allows us to carry on. We want to get to know each and every one of you, so please come and check us out on all the socials at campfire.tales.podcast on Instagram and Facebook, at campfire.totsau on Twitter, and you can also visit our website at campfirepodcastnetwork.com. If you love the show, please rate and review it. It's what truly helps us continue bringing your weekly dose of the strange and unsettling. And a special thanks to Greg Martin at Reverent Music on Instagram 
for his contributions to the beautiful music that you hear every week under the debrief. You can find more of his tunes at ReverbNation.com slash Reverent. It's fantastic, fantastic stuff. Go give that a listen. And that's it. Until next time. I'm Ryan. I'm Jordan. And remember, campers, stay weird and trust in the unknown. unknown.